Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. And we are fanning ourselves. We are. It is hot. <laughs> this is also a weather cast. Finding, trying to search out for the shadows uh, to be cool in. Doing Shadow Hunters. Kevin, that was a great joke. I appreciated your panic joking. Way too similar to the one I did last time of sh- Hunting Shadows. But uh, but it wasn't hot last week. It wasn't so. hot last week. <laughs> uh, this episode was ill-advised. <laughs> yep. So a show that right has had that. 10 episodes so far is still building its world. was like, you know what we should do? We should subvert this world. We should go into an alternative universe. Oh, man, we should take these characters, put them into a universe where they're like, hey, you know the characters you know and love for the past 10 weeks? Uh, you should see them in a different way. Like, But I don't know enough about their like idiosyncrasies to see the differences. And like, I feel like some of these characters, <clears throat> Simon, is exactly the same. <sighs> well, it just becomes, some of them just become baseline differences. So Alec... I, I'm, I have no problem going through this now. Yeah. Alec goes from being a really uptight uh, leader guy to being a really uptight gay man, I guess. Well, you know, he accepts one part of himself. But he's still very uptight. Very uptight. And then Izzy goes f- to nerd. Yep. Well, because she's dating Simon. I, that is unclear if she's <laughs> actually dating Simon. I think at the end of this episode, it's implied in that world that they start dating because Clary actually has to hype Simon up to go talk to Izzy. Um, Kevin. Yeah. I'm just. We'll spoil this now. He's not going to talk to her. He is asking his girlfriend oh. to move in with him. Oh, I zoned out. <laughs> the The problem is that the 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 clearest indication they have that those two were going out, other than I guess lines that they said that mm. I missed, um, was he had his arm over her as they're listening to music, and I'm like. That's the same thing he'd do to Clary, though. Well, and, like, the thing is, it would make sense if they were, like, if Izzy's character in the Shadowhunter world was someone who, like, was really, really hyped about all the Shadowhunter things she did. And if Izzy was, like, a character who falls under the, like, glamour of a charismatic leader. But that's, yeah. like, the opposite of Izzy. Yeah. there. It's just, it's not... It, it, it's not long enough. You can't do 10 episodes, 10 hour long episodes, and then be like, yo, let's flip this on its head. Because I don't even know what the feet look like yet. But you know what? What we do get to see? We get to see Jace with his hair not slicked back, and I like it a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. They all get they all get their slightly different looks to Except be. Except for Clary. It looks exactly the same. And Valentine, because he's a bald man. <laughs> <laughs> I will say... Um, what this alternate world did teach me is that if Valentine was not a shadow hunter, he's a real cool dad. And the thing with Valentine is, like, you see him acting in his dad world, and you're like, oh my god, he is so charismatic. He is so good at, like, talking to people and, like, getting kids on his side. And, and like, like, like... He's so sweet. The first thing he's introduced to is, like, his daughter does something weird, and he's like, oh, is this your cosplay thing? Please let me come to you with a cosplay thing. And his wife's like, no, you can't. Go. You'd be way too into the cosplay, and that would be weird, <laughs> sir. Like, no, no, you let that middle-aged man cosplay whatever he wants. And Justin's like, no, no, our kids need their own interests. <laughs> I understand that. Let me do this. Let me cosplay. <laughs> Jocelyn. Ah, uh, Jocelyn. You betrayed me. Still barely a character, even in this alternative world. <laughs> Couldn't give her much. Um, so we'll get into I do want to say one thing before we begin. I feel like this episode is also not great at displaying Clary's intelligence. 
<sighs> yeah. Like, it's tough because she's dealing with I'm in another world that's kind of subsuming my personality. But whenever she's locked into her our world Clary personality, she doesn't come off as super intelligent. She's not very good at faking it. Because yeah. I will say, like, really, really early on when she goes into the alternative world, they're like, hey... Here's the shtick for this. Let, let's explain to you. This is what this world will be. There is a party that I, your dad, am throwing. It's a Mad Hatter party. <laughs> yeah. And the entire episode should be like, what? What is this party? Where am I going? Huh? Who, what, dad? <laughs> it's not great. It's not great. But let's get into this. Uh, because we are here in Shadowhunters, season one, episode 10, This World Inverted. This World Inverted. It should be the world inverted because there's the tarot card called the world, and when it's inverted. Uh... Now, when we see tarot cards later in this episode, do we see the world tarot card? Because I don't remember. I don't think so. I think it's the lovers. We do see tarot cards. But, like, it should be the world yeah, inverted. Yeah, it it's <laughs> obviously going for a thing, and it's not. Yeah, it should have been the world inverted. Anyway, uh, we go right from where we were last time to now there's in a, a Sealy Glade full of fluff. Yeah, this is a forest, but also this forest has those, like trees where the flowers turn to fluff and they blow everywhere and it's terrible and your allergies hype up yeah i guess it's this is the place where usually meliorn has his tent set up um but now obviously they're in a different area of this ever i call it the fey wild because you know D D. but uh he calls it the sealy glade yes and as he explains as this episode will constantly do just have a character who knows things that he should not know. And, and just give unrelated explanations. They'll be like, oh, someone's like, this doesn't make sense. And they'll just say offhandedly like, oh, no, it's because of this. So in this case, yo, that neck thing around your neck, it's a portal shard. But do you know why it's so weird? Because usually portals, you can only go to where you've been before. Um, the reason it's so weird is because it's not a portal from their dimension. It's a portal shard from an alternative dimension that can go anywhere. Yeah, it it comes from a dimension where portals work in a different way and where you can go to any place, I guess, you can think of. And I'm curious about why did Magnus invent that portal? I... Okay, it he, has to have been Magnus in both worlds, right? I, I I would assume so. I mean, potentially. The thing is, like the this world is different in subtle, like weird ways. Like they mention that, uh, oh, in um, you know, in in our world, portals can only bring you to places that you can you've seen before. In this world, portals must be able to bring you anywhere that you can think of, including into another dimension. Yeah. So Milliorn's plan is because Clary has never been to Chernobyl. <laughs> okay, Meliorn actually does not know where the dad is. He just knows a way to way to get to the dad because he sees the portal shard. So I guess the other Seelies use this magical alternative alternative portal to find Valentine, or they never report it back. I I know, here's the thing. I don't think they actually use the alternate portal to get to Valentine. I'm sure they just went to Chernobyl. So the other Seelies knew he was there. Yeah, but they never reported back to our main Seelies. To a- so Meliorn does not know for sure. Yeah, I okay. I think this is confirming that the Seelies don't actually know direct. Like the, those Seelie spies did not say, "Hey, we're going to check out Russia." So wait a second. Does that mean that Meliorn told them the truth by saying, "I know how to give you to your dad," but did not actually know where Valentine is? Which means that we saw like 
Seely duplicity in action. Yeah, so he knows how to get her to her father. He does not know where her father is. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he's going to send him to this other world. That you have to find the only working portal in that world. This God, this will raise so many questions. Every time we'll try to answer a question, it just brings on another question. So. We'll deal with those as they come, one by one. But first, we have to go back to the Institute, where Alec is like, excuse me, Izzy, I please notice that you have not been in the Institute, and now you're in the Institute, and uh, Jason Clary are on, on the run. So, Izzy, what is going on, yeah. Izzy? Okay, so this is weird. Alex says that, Alex seems to imply that Izzy and Jake are fugitives now. But, but Izzy is in the Institute. Well, but later, um, Alec will admit to Lydia, oh, Jason Clary were also there, and Lydia's like, Jason Clary were there? Like, wait, huh? So he didn't tell... So they're not fugitives. They're just not around. <laughs> they just didn't come back. Well, and that's very important to know because Lydia, when she's talking to this random dude... Raj. Who I think is the one that Izzy wrapped around the leg and then punched. <laughs> Which I will say, like, Izzy, you had so many wolves and vampires. You probably didn't have to. Did you have to do this? Because as he says, I don't know, the one who got me, they, like he says, they moved like a shadow hunter. Like he wasn't tripped and taken <laughs> out like a punk. <laughs> now, we do have it confirmed to us that literally not a single shadow hunter was hurt. Yeah. So I presume that Izzy and the vampires just carried the shadow hunters very, very far away. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, no, I mean, Lydia did hit this guy, and I think he is like cradling his head so one got hurt but yes alec is concerned that this one guy who izzy punched might be able to recognize yeah. her and as what happens is he describes a thing and then lydia looks at izzy because she's like that's the only person who has lines in this place it's <laughs> the only non-shadow extra well, as they explain how could they know only shadow hunters knew about this plan no to only move certain shadow hunters oh, certain shadow hunters mm-hmm. as if you know there couldn't be, like, a secret downworlder intelligence. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, back in Yield, Seely uh, Glade, Meliorn is like, I am telling you all the Seely secrets because I owe you a life debt, and I hate that. But these are real secret Seely secrets, Clary. Yeah, yeah, can't can't let anyone know or else I guess I'll be killed. Uh, Which is why you are the only one, Clary, who can go into this alternative That makes universe. no sense to me. <laughs> because Jace knows the the thing he, that he will was, get him killed, yeah. which is that there is a portal to another dimension. So just send him through. Well, especially because, okay, so it gets explained here. This alternate world is a world where the Shadow Hunters won the war against the demons, and so they don't exist anymore. Yeah, they have locked their world down from other dimensions, which means the demons can't come into them. Uh, yes. Except for Seelys. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, do you want to get to that part then? Well, that's a part of this. He actually, technically, he doesn't explain that until later because he does this weird thing. As I said, they're explaining something else and then he'll just say a line related to something else. Shadowhunters can only get in with Seelys' permission. Apparently, demons can just walk in and out. Yeah, apparently. But, but Seelys are the ones who control the portal. So, why so I do guess Seelys are just not... So, this other world shut down, like, all the normal ways the demons can get through. Mm-hmm. So now the only way the demons can get through is if a Seelie decides to open up a connection and let a demon through. Well, no, a Seelie doesn't even have to let a demon through. If a Seelie, if a Seelie opens... decides to open up a connection, a demon is nearby. Yeah, because they can they can stop shadow hunters from going through. I'd be like, you're not allowed to go in, which is the reason why Jace doesn't just run in after Clary. So I guess 
ceilings are not supposed to open the wall between the worlds. Which makes sense. Uh, I, uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, he would... also explains. Thank you. That Clary, when she goes into this alternative world, will go into the body of herself. Of herself and also have the thoughts of herself. So she better try real hard to hold on to something from her own world. Yeah, which might, which might be helpful if she had, I don't know, another person from her own world with her. So the yeah. two of them could be like, hey focus maybe they could work together and there could be weird sexual tension because the spoiler the two bodies they hop into are dating that would be a cool and dramatic thing wouldn't it show instead the show was just like clary focus on the differences between the worlds mm-hmm. which she doesn't really do you know, you know she never really snaps she snaps out because a car alarm go- goes off somewhere she snaps out because uh Magnus shows her magic. And she also snaps out because Magnus has a cat. Yeah, like... <laughs> really, Clary? That's that's the trigger? That's the difference? That's the difference? Not, like, here? your dad living in your house? Not the fact, not the fact that Meliorn looks like he... Not Meliorn. That, that Magnus now looks like he shops at J.Crew? That doesn't get you out there? I will say, if we're going to talk about Meliorn's fashion sense, when we first sorry, met Magnus? him... No, Meliorn. No, Meliorn, sorry. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to talk about Meliorn. I know, but then I linked it back to what you said by accident. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Remember how he looked like a real nerd the first time we met him? <laughs> okay, but where he was standing, it's hard not to look like a nerd. He looks better this time, and I know he's going to look even better next season. It just... They really, like, they did not have his styling down in that first episode he was in. Well, I think it's because of the first episode he, w- he was in. He's like, ah, good, Izzy will come over for a booty call. Uh, but this is me going to, like, I, I was called by the clave to come and do some amb- amb- ambassadorial stuff. And if he showed up with, like, a soft, pillowy white shirt, <laughs> <laughs> like a pirate cast upon a sand sea, he's like, hello, they'd be like, I'm not talking to you. I mean, that would have been fine. What he was wearing in the first episode was, like, a colorless robe in, like, a pale purple. Yeah. Anyway, Milliard's looking better these days. Yeah. I'm kind of into him. Uh, so we're going to check out what's going to be the C storyline of this episode. And it is Luke being like, man, I really want to be in this show. And Alaric being like, Luke, no. Ow, Don't be I, in the show. Can I just say, these werewolves suck. <laughs> they come off, like, really needy. Like, Luke, you have to help the, your pack. Help us, baby wolves, please. And, the baby wolves. And will they ever explain to Luke what he needs to do to lead the pack? No. <laughs> you need you need to lead the pack. Okay. How am I not leading the pack right now? And they're like, well, you get really distracted by hanging out with Clary and also Fisk. Yeah. What what is it? What is leading the pack entail? Do I have to do the accounting for the Jade Wolf? Like, what exactly are you? Need you're full grown adult. All of you are full. Grown adults, manage your own lives. It will not be explained to us what Luke must do to lead the pack, because then Alaric smells a dead person outside. But it's just Simon. Yes. I mean, he is a dead person, though. It's true. Simon Uh, comes in, and he's like, Luke got kicked out of Raphael's house. No, he left. He left. (laughs) Raphael was training him, and it got too hard, and then he left. No, Raphael told him to take a walk, so Simon took a walk. Okay. (laughs) However, I'm just going to point this out. It is daytime. 
there is so much daylight shining into the jade wolf, so I don't know how he got there. Yeah, he wore he had an umbrella or a hood or he something. He was like Spike. He just put a blanket over his head. So they're going to do this thing, actually, this entire episode, where whenever we're in, quote-unquote, the real world, they're both real when it comes yeah. down to it, um, it's nighttime, and when we're in the uh, alternate dimension world, it is so bright. And also kind of hazy. <laughs> yeah, it's everything is filmed through a film, through a thin layer of vaseline but back in our first world <laughs> problems simon has a uh, come to luke and he's like so Raphael told me to take a walk so i took a walk yeah. and i was thinking maybe you luke could teach me to be a vampire <laughs> and luke's like what actually yeah baby vampires are a lot like baby werewolves right, i'll figure this out so that's gonna be what they're gonna do uh I I don't I don't know why this is a moment, but Clary gives Jace the mortal cup card, and nothing really comes of that. I know, which is super pointless because they spoiler yeah. skip ahead thirty seconds if you want to. They end up on the same side of the portal, yeah. so separating them in the cup. Yeah. Anyway, so she after doing this, she actually ends up turning back to Meliorn and just convinces him. Actually, you know what? I do need Jace because even though if I don't need him in that world, I will need him specifically to, like, fight Valentine if we get to Valentine. Which is accurate. She is 100% correct. And then Meliorn says, fine, you can come back for him when you find the portal. And I'm like, how? How does she come back? He doesn't explain how to come back because it's not like she walks through a doorway into the alternative world. No. Because she'll go into the alternative world, like, right away. Yeah. She just kind of pops into her own body. Yeah, she's just there, and it's so bright, and it's so wild, and there's Valentine, and she picks up a knife, and it's like, where's my mother? And it's Valentine's like, ha ha ha, I'm such a fun dad. <laughs> I'm like, Clary, I mean, I guess the Valentine one I'll give you a little bit of a break for, because you kind of expected I will see Valentine at some point in the near future. And, like, Millie didn't really explain the differences well, so it makes sense that maybe she's like, you know, I just got here. This place looks kind of familiar, kind of not. Oh my god, that's the guy. Ah. And like, if I was Clary, even though I know Valentine's my dad and Jocelyn's my mom, I think I would assume in the alternative world, Jocelyn and Luke would be married. I would, I would as well, because that's the one you're kind of used to. Like, that's yeah, her, that's her life. Um, so like, her shock is fine. And then I'll also similarly give her a little bit of a break for seeing her mom and running over and hugging her because you know. Yeah. It's her mom. And then she turns around and she sees all of these art pieces, which are fine. They're okay art. <laughs> Jocelyn Morgenstern. She didn't have to lock away that part of herself. The, she didn't have to lock away the art part of herself or worry that Valentine might find her. Look, I'm just going to say I'm reading the books right now. And the reason that Clary realizes where the Mortal Cup is is because she's like, oh, that is 100% my mom's art style. <laughs> <laughs> There's such they made such weird choices in the I feel like the show just makes all of these choices that makes Clary seem dumb. Yeah. Um It takes away all of her agency. So we set up uh what's gonna sort of be the big climax of this alternate world thing, which there's apparently a apparently so in this world Valentine's like a vague internet design developer. He's like an Elon Musk with way less money. Yeah. And he works out of the Institute, which is a computer place. Which is in the Institute. Which is in that broken down <laughs> church. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, I, a lot of the stuff I was going to give leeway to because I'm like, oh, well, of course, they need an alternate world where Clary exists. They need, And a- it should be called the Institute. But do you know what they'll never explain? How Jocelyn got a portal shard. Yeah. Because Jocelyn gave this portal shard to Clary. So Jocelyn has been in this world. Yeah, is that what we're implying? Are we going to learn more? I hope we learn more about that because I don't understand how that portal... It, it's such a MacGuffin. It's such a insane thing. <laughs> and Milliorn says it, like, with such confidence that, like, this is a normal thing. Oh, yeah. What you got there is a portal shard from another dimension. Which I mean, is a thing I know because I'm a fae. I mean, the, the best thing I could think of is that it, it fell through the portal because apparently portals in this dimension can go to other dimensions. So Jocelyn was doing something and then it just popped through. Just fell through and Jocelyn found it. Good convenient i'm i'm all for convenience and contrivance and stories but like explain the convenience this this is too much this is too much like oh she just happened to get a portal shard from from another dimension and she just cared for her entire life for a reason well and she never bothers to explain where she got it from she just has it and gives it to clary yeah you got you have to hold on to this anyway um um the other thing is that this show has now turned into like a traditional teen drama because the episode is going to end with a party oh yeah and the party is a valentine's mad hatter party get it because he's crazy which he is going to explain in this scene (laughs) like we get it we get we get the joke. He's he's constantly described as insane, and he does a Mad Hatter party. Thanks for describing it. But, like, one of the first things Valentine will say to Clary after being like, Haha, you're so fun. Yeah. I like your cosplay is, so, you're coming to my party tonight. And Clary, I mean, I guess, yes, huh? things are confusing. We'll forget that fact continually. Yeah. Another important part of the scene is we'll see a commercial. Oh, yeah. A funny, funny commercial. <laughs> so in this world, Magnus Bane is a... Tarot card reader. With, who has local ads on. It's actually... They do do a pretty good job of the local ad yeah. shtick. So we meet... So in this ad, we meet Hodge, who in this world... <laughs> is, is a karate master. I don't know how much I want him to be Valentine's best friend. Oh, no. <laughs> I wanted him to think he's Valentine's best friend. He's Valentine's karate instructor, and Valentine's like, I don't know, I only came here because I thought it'd be fun for me and Clary to do Uh, it together. Meanwhile, Luke owns an antique bookstore, which I get the reference. I, too, get the reference. Do you get the reference, audience? You probably, I mean, if you read the book, you get the reference, because in the book, he's not a cop. He's not a cop. Yeah. Him being a cop is, like, the only change this show has made that is better. He's an antique, he owns an antique store. Antique bookstore. Yeah. No, no, I don't think we ever explained in the... Oh, yes. So <laughs> in the book series, Luke is not a cop. He he owns a bookstore. Yeah. I was trying to lead you on to explain that to the audience because they might not get the joke. I mean, maybe I was saving that for the end of the episode. I don't care. They'll never know. I mean, you can explain it more. No, that's it. Oh. That's where he lives. Oh, boy. All right. So back in our world... <laughs> Lydia and Raj, I guess we, we have immediately figured out that Izzy is the rebel because she of course she wasn't around. I hear here's what I'm gonna say. Like, yeah, I guess. The evidence is that she wasn't here. Well, their evidence is they only told four people that they were arresting Millioran. <laughs> yeah, but two of them are not there now. Like <laughs> <laughs> Like I get like 
the also the thought process of being like, oh yeah, no, it's it's Izzy. Like, oh, you also know Jace knows. <laughs> yeah, but Milliorn. I mean, Izzy also has a pre-existing relationship with Milliorn. Really? Also, she whipped Raj's yeah, legs. Really, Raj should have been like, I just like it's like a whip went around my legs, and, <laughs> and literally is like, there's only there's only one shadow hunter who whips. All right, well, all right, whip it good. <laughs> okay, so so um, Izzy will succumb to being arrested, but she mm. does compare Lydia to Valentine, and because Lydia likes to hide behind the law, just like Valentine. And as Lydia says. I don't hide behind the laws. I follow the laws. Laws which guard against one important thing. Shadow hunters fighting shadow hunters. And it's not like I started to fight with you, Izzy, when I wanted to torture a downwolder with no cause. Well, and I'm like, I feel like those laws should do more things than that. <laughs> like, Lydia is misinterpreting the laws. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the laws are put in place so shadow hunters don't fight each other. No! If that is what they're put in place for, bad laws. And well, and let me remind you what the law is. The law is hard, but it is the law. <laughs> we never. Actually, so it's hard not to fight your brothers. Here's the fear, like, we never actually learn what any of these rules are. They just say the law, the law, the accords, the law. Like they say, she's high treason, which makes sense, I guess. Because but... she did attack one shadow hunter <laughs> to mean... save a downworlder. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot there. Anyway. So, um, Alec is not pleased about this. No, no. Because if Izzy is found guilty in her trial, she will be stripped of her ruins and banished. Yeah. And Izzy's like, it's fine. I'm a martyr to my cause. <laughs> okay, Izzy. Simmer down. Uh, so back in the bright world. We go to the food trucks. You know, those ones we've seen actually numerous times. Now, this is the moment where I'm like, like this is this is the first one where I'm like, come on, Clary. Clary feels a tap on her shoulder, and it's Simon, and she instantly shoves him, like, get out of the sun! And my only problem with that is, like, that's not her natural instinct, because she's only known Vampire Simon for... 30 seconds? <laughs> yeah, like, not... And she has been told that there are no demons, yeah. there are no shadow hunters, and the downworlders in this world are chill. So this is the first sign that Clary's going to do the thing that we, like, we see in time travel movies, we see it in altered dimension movies... Where it will take the protagonist way too long to be like, oh, right, this isn't like my world, even though that was explained very clearly before it started. And what she should be confused by, what I was confused by and has never explained to my satisfaction, is that Simon, for some reason, is super chill friends with Izzy and Alec. He's dating Izzy and Alec works for her dad. Yeah. planning. <laughs> Alec is a party planner. And Izzy also works for Clary's dad. Like, I'm much more confused about that. Like, wow, that is this. It's amazing that this is the world my mom got a portal shard from. And then Jace is the food truck guy. <laughs> so, like, how how did this transfer? Like, yeah. So, did the light? I guess the Lightwoods always lived in New York, and the Lightwoods have always been okay. The Lightwoods were friends with the Valentines, so it makes true. sense that their kids well, would I mean, work. The problem is that it actually wouldn't because. The only reason that they're friends is because they were shadow hunters. But, like, you could make a parallel. They were, like, in a society at college together. Yeah, and we live in a society. But then, like, Jace, Michael Wayland was a follower of Valentine. So why doesn't Valentine already know Jace? Why is Jace just the food truck guy? Yeah. Who like, is also dating Clary? And how did that happen? Yeah, it's funny. It's an alternate world that is, like, 
hilariously similar in a ways where it's like, oh, Shadowhunters don't exist. But of course, all the people who know each other still know each other. Well, I mean, I can make the argument that, like, rich families know rich families. The, the only reason I would make the argument if it wasn't based on this is just happens to be the world the Pole Shard ran it, like, fell out of. If it was like, oh, no, these specific events are important between these two worlds, I'd be like, yeah. But honestly, when it really comes down to it, if they didn't want to obviously have those be those characters, Alec could be some dude named James, and it wouldn't actually change anything. Well, and you could give them the same names, except that, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so Clary will do some kissing with Jace, and oh, yeah. she... <laughs> Jace comes up behind, he's like, hey, do you want to get out of here? So they go around to the other side of the food truck and make out. Like, and Jace, you are on shift right now. <laughs> hey, uh, I got to take a break. My girlfriend's here. Do I own here. this food truck? Do I? Am I working this food truck? Do I own this food truck? Do you think he's just like one of those dilettante rich guys who's like, I'm tired of being rich. I'm going to have a coffee food truck. He may be the only one who's not rich. I mean, Simon's also not rich. He might be rich now because apparently this whatever internet thing that uh, Valentine's doing. But Simon doesn't work for the internet thing. He does. Val- no, Valentine hires his band to play at Valentine's party. Right. It's just he's so chummy with him at the... <laughs> yeah, apparently they're buddies, and Simon, like, plays poker with yeah. Valentine and Blackwell. Oh, yeah, Blackwell's out. Oh, God, there are so many, like, punny references. He's like, oh, Simon, you keep bleeding him dry. <laughs> uh, it's a Mad Hatter party. Uh, <laughs> Valentine is crazy. Blackwell isn't, doesn't lose well. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back um, over in Yield Real World... Simon and Luke are busy talking about Wolf and Vamp politics and how it is a very, very big deal that Clary made these factions of the downworld work together, but, which I wish they had shown us instead of telling us. Well, the thing is that I think they thought they did show us, but the problem is the only thing they showed us was the, the way she got them to work together. One, Luke is her friend. And two, Simon used himself as a bargaining chip. To get Raphael on their side. So really, what we should be learning from this is that, like... Clary's got good connections? Yeah, and, like, the right people in the right places makes the world run smoothly. Yeah, but they're like, oh, man, Clary, she's such a good leadership there. Like, she gave one speech, but by that point, they were already kind of... Like, there was a little bit of a fight, but they were already kind of working together. Well, and this is sort of, like, this story Mm -hmm. is not a story about Clary being a chosen one. It's about found family and how you find the right people and you work together and your strengths like bolster each other. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think they think they're telling that story, even though they clearly are. <laughs> like, no, no. She's a uh, she's the leader. She'll soon be the leader of us all. Has not proved that. Anyway, anyway the weirdest Simon, thing is going to happen now. So Simon would like to go home, yeah. but he can't until he learns how to be a better vampire. And then, meanwhile, out from the shadows comes Fisk. And Fisk says to Luke, ha ha, you thought you could get away from me, right? Hey, audience, do you remember who Fisk is? I wouldn't be surprised if you don't. He's the internal affairs agent. I didn't know that Luke was escaping or dodging Fisk. The last thing we saw is Fisk was like, go home, but don't leave New York. (laughs) And and, Luke has not left New York. And not only that, Luke has done nothing else suspicious. He has... No one has even died near Luke recently. Yeah, there's not a moment that should be like Fisk. Like, his fist comes out gun drawn and is like, you think you could dodge me? I'm bringing you in. You're under arrest. And I just want to be like, why? For what? The same thing that you just let me go off of 
a couple days ago? What? Nothing has happened. The demonic murders are done because we know who was doing yeah, them. and there's been no more murders because Valentine is distracted trying to find his daughter. <laughs> but... The reason Fisk is there is so that Simon can vamp out, vamp out and attack but, him. But then we moved to after commercial, yeah. and Simon did not vamp out, for Luke stopped him. But Fisk is knocked out. Well, no, he did. Like I, I what I imagine is that Simon essentially tackled him. Then Luke came up and grabbed him and pulled him away. Okay, but he had knocked him because we do actually see Simon rush forward. Yeah, but the thing is, Simon and Luke are standing in the exact same place as they were before the commercial break. <laughs> so the framing is not good. I think it's just because this the play the hey they're filming in the in the storage container yard. So they only had two angles. Yeah, the thing is, if you turn around, there's the rest of a city, like Vancouver there. (laughs) (laughs) So they can only film from certain angles. So anyway, they're very like, oh, shoot, what do we do now? now? And then Luke says, yes, Fisk thinks I killed my captain. I'm like, no, Fisk explicitly does not no, he, think that. He does not think that. He might think you killed the 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 witnesses, but he has no evidence of that. Yeah, Fisk is very bad in internal affairs. <laughs> he he. Why is he here? So anyway, Simon's like, "What do we do now?" And Luke's like, "Hmm, cop things." Yeah, yeah, they'll do something else. All right, uh, we quickly get the idea that the de- that uh, some demons have felt that this portal's been opened, and they're like, we gotta get in there. Demons are like, whoo a world with no shadow hunters? Space for us. <laughs> they seem to imply it's like, oh no, they feel that this world's at peace, and they're like, I, I can't have that. Gotta get in there and make it less peaceful. Uh, meanwhile, in that world... Um, Clary has a runaway from Jace to go visit Magnus, who is doing the cheesiest tarot card reading ever. <laughs> it all, though it seems... Real. It, it's on point. Yeah, so I think he but, is using a little bit of magic. But like the way he delivers it, he's like, mm, <laughs> you have a love. I I I love it. It's I love alternative universe Magnus. The only thing I could get out of this though, because well, he's the most also like this. I love every Magnus though. Um Clary probably should just start it off like with the explanation rather than being like, Oh yeah, no, I want to do a tarot card reading. Come on, Clary, you don't have time. You're being assumed by another personality. Because he does the reading, and she kind of falls into it like, ooh, a love. I do love Jace. And then a cat appears, and is like, you don't have a cat. And then Magnus is like, I have two cats. One he loves, and one he hates. <laughs> yes, Chairman Meow. Church. And then Clary's like, oh. What does he hate? The cat has a monogram pillow, but he hates a cat. I'll tell you something. Church is a bad cat. <laughs> Church. So Clary's like, oh yeah, cats. Right. Um, I'm here not for tarot card readings. I am here to tell you that I am a shadow hunter and you are a warlock. And it is wild to me that Magnus like doesn't believe her. And to the point where she like okay, once again, come Clary on. Clary is so she has seen her own body, right? <laughs> she well I mean she has runes on her arms. Yeah. So, so she tries to show him a rune on her back shoulder. It's like, oh right, no runes here. I'm like, that is too Come on, much. Clary. But just her knowing the word Shadow, Shadow Hunter and knowing she should have runes should be enough for Magnus to be like, Oh yeah, this is hundred percent real. But what it takes is for her to explicitly say I'm from an alternative universe. And draw a pic and draw a picture of a demon. 
Yeah, and then he's like, oh. Oh my god, you know what demons look like? She knows what shadow hunters are, which you said have not existed for a hundred years, and even before that, were secret. Come on, Magnus. Come on. So, so Magnus is like, well, can't help you. My magic is dormant, except for when I do sexy tarot card readings. Yeah, um, god, I mean, we'll do this, but really, he will... Like, his magic is dormant, and it's kind of like the falsest tension ever. He drinks some tea, he does some And then it's, like, kind of hard. And then he touches the stone, and he's like, oh, there's my magic back. And I'm like, okay, cool. There is, though, a really good moment where Clary tries to demonstrate how Magnus does magic. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just like, and it's... Catherine McNamara does a great job waving her arms and, like, yeah. shimmying. Yeah, which is how Magnus does it. So, um, back in the real world, Lyd- now Lydia gets the turn to angry, sexy fight. <laughs> She's just punching a punching bag. But it's not. Ooh. It's oh, it's not quite as sexy as Hodge, though. Hodge is the sexiest fighter. <laughs> Weird. Um. So Izzy, not Izzy. Um. Alec busts into her sexy fighting. This is and and Lydia's like, I see you're mad at me because I have arrested your sister. Perhaps you want to call off the engagement. And he's like, No. And when she replies with, Well, why wouldn't you want to? I wanted to reply with, Because it's a marriage of convenience. Yeah, it's ne- a political marriage, Lydia. He never loved you. <laughs> you know that, right? I don't know if she does. Alec does not care about you. <laughs> he cares about your connections. You want to break off our engagement? It's like, no, it's a political marriage, Lydia. I have no feelings for you. Lydia, he's gay. Lydia, you should probably sleep with other people is what I'm saying. Everyone should, Lydia. <laughs> Everyone should sleep with other people. So um, Lydia was like, look... I wasn't trying to cause problems. I knew it was bad to torture Milliorn. Did you? No, you specifically told a story about how you believe you should torture someone at any opportunity. What is her characterization? Well, Kevin, what she was doing was stopping a war with the downworld. When? What? When? No, the war's with Valentine. If what you... is happening? Lydia, work with the downworld. Lydia, what do you think is going on here? What lines are they giving this woman to say? This poor actress. <laughs> Who makes no sense. So, Alec brings up, uh, this is where he just revealed that I thought they already knew, which is that not only was Izzy there, so were Jace and Clary. Lydia's, and Lydia's like, what? Um, but Alex says, look, how about I give you the mortal cup and you let Izzy go? And then you can give the mortal cup to the clave and they have their, like, very <laughs> sacred relic and everyone's happy, right? Man, I just have to imagine when Alec came up with this plan, he's like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Because I get the mortal cup to the clave. I don't have to deal with that anymore. And Izzy is saved. And when Jace gets mad at me about it, I'm like, I did it for Izzy. And then he can't be mad at me because I did it for Izzy. And Izzy is his sister too. Yes! So He goes over to the vault. He turns around. He opens up the floor. cup is God, shoot. And this is why I imagine he's so angry the rest of this episode is because he's like, this is this is perfect. All he my thought pro- he fixed everything. I have, an, I have an out. I have a way out of this. The clave is protected or the cup is protected from Valentine. I don't have to worry about Jason is hard on for Clary. And I bet if they gave the clave the cup, they would go to try to save Jocelyn. Everyone wins. Okay, no, the thing that gets me. Um, Lydia says they would do anything to keep the cup out of valentine's hands and if these people are willing to play this hardball with the clave you can be like 
we will give you the cup. If. Go get, and we won't give it to you until Jocelyn is back. Like, like come on. <laughs> These children do not know how to negotiate. Like, I guess you could say that, but no, at this point, they've already agreed we're betraying the clave. Play hardball with them. Yeah. Come on. I mean, I guess they're not children. They're grown adults, but they act like children. Full grown adults. So, um. We have that quick scene where Mag- Magnus gets his magic back. But um, more importantly, Magnus gets, gets his magic back and Clary gets a text message from Izzy that says, 911, emergency, come right now. And back in the real world, Alec goes to see Izzy because there was a 911 emergency and that's the fact that they stole the cup. Oh, yes. Uh, as Izzy explains, Jace is doing what he thinks is best, which I do not think is true. No, Jace... Jace... Jace has found his first love and he does not know how to deal with his emotions. I'll give her everything. Look, if Jace is anything, he is driven by his emotions. He has never <laughs> once been driven by his head, no matter what he says. <laughs> no matter what anyone says. He's, he's, there's not been one moment in this entire show he's not been pulled straight on by two strings. One tied to his heart and one tied to his dick. So um, Alec is like, well, shoot. I guess I have to do the one thing I've never wanted to do. I'm going to take another power from the Parabatai bond that we have never discussed that will destroy the bond. Okay, so apparently there's Parabatai tracking, which allows you to track your Parabatai, but doing it could weaken your bond. That makes no sense. That should strengthen your bond. Yeah, this should be the... Like, you're telling me that if your friend has been captured by a mad demon and you're like, I have to find him, but the only way to do that is to weaken our bond. It feels like that should be like a like a core. It should be part. like a benefit. It should be a core part of having a pair of a tie is that you are able to find them wherever they are. Like if well, if, and like, if I, I was designing a magic power that's about two people binding themselves together, knowing where the other one is is like top of the list. So Izzy says, no, no, don't do it. And now we're going to go back. Oh, actually, this is a really, this is a really fun scene. This is a fun scene. So Fisk, this is a problem. He saw Simon attack him. What are they going to do? Well, they're going to, they're They're going to do a bit. They're going to do a bit. So Fisk wakes up tied to a chair and Simon is going to put all of his high school acting training into being Hannibal Lecter. And he has like, he has like one of those, um, He's got, like, like, like construction an lights. An industrial light he's using to give himself a, <laughs> a creepy, view. creepy view. He's holding it in with his other hand. He's like adjusting dials he, on some machine. No, he has a real machine that's used for drawing like a lot of blood. Um, I don't know where they got it from, but... But but he's going to take that blood from Fisk because he needs that blood because he is the demonic killer. But I hate that name. Anyway, let's take your blood. And then in comes Luke and he shoots Simon so many times. (laughs) And he saves Fisk. He saves Fisk. (laughs) It's so good. So so now here's the 911 emergency in the Bloom world. And in the Bloom world... Izzy did some kickboxing and got kicked in the face. <laughs> and, oh, Clary has to be the one to put makeup on her, because this Izzy doesn't know makeup. Like, this She's Clary so... does? I think this is, I think real world Clary knows makeup as well. But She's an artist. She is an artist. I was going to be like, but Clary's not girly. Like, that's the whole thing. She doesn't know girl stuff. I guess maybe the implication was to be like, look, it's Clary l- using the stuff she learned from our world's Izzy. 
it would be great if there was a line where it's like, Clary, when did you learn to do this? Like, oh, a friend taught me. Because it's Izzy. Yeah. <laughs> Izzy taught her. <laughs> um, so while Clary's doing the makeup, Izzy will go on about how she's so worried because Clary and Jace aren't talking. For the past couple of hours. For like the past two hours. I mean, I guess Clary did sprint away from him after making out behind a truck. And she also has a lot of feelings about Simon, but she also kind of has a crush on Valentine, which she cannot tell Clary because Clary is Valentine's daughter. It is. Real weird. I mean, he is a handsome, char- charismatic boss, and, and he's like, way too close with her. And she is like 20 in this world. And you know what? He's hot. All right. Uh, so they uh, they go straight from this to the, the party. party. And there are so many puns. This is like a very, very OC party. Like, it's very over the top. There's yeah. photo booths. There's like creepy mirrors. And then Valentine is wor- talking to... People, people about how about their 4D internet thing. Because um, he's always loved Alice in Wonderland, <laughs> and he saw that she went through a mirror to another dimension. So the, then he looked at the internet, internet. <laughs> and the internet needed a different dimension. There's no way he could have said that in the in this year with Twitter and not have been torn apart. Somewhere on the internet. And then Izzy pops up to him and he's like, also, this is my main programmer. Yeah, she's the main developer of this. And then he kisses her, which is, on I mean, on the forehead, <laughs> but still not great. Yeah. And this, the year of our Lord 2021, <laughs> don't kiss your employees. I mean, this wasn't 2021. <laughs> In 2016, don't kiss your employees. I mean, you shouldn't. There's no year where you should have kissed your employee. <laughs> there's not a year where that was cool. Even if it's on the temple. Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, it, this is a little bit, I mean, no, you know what? This is fine. I was I was kind of hoping that in an alternate world, she is like a doctor. Yeah. Because, because she was the best forensic pathologist. Yeah. And like she never seemed particularly techy. Like, like they all seemed the equal amount of tech. Yeah. She's into STEM, but she's mm. way more into the science than the tech part of STEM. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they needed, I like, I guess they needed someone to be in this internet thing. But, like, couldn't, I don't know why he had to be internet. Couldn't he have been, like, a medical yeah, I don't, innovator? I, anyway. I, I thought she'd be a doctor because that's, that's the one thing we know about her other than her clothing choices. So, um, si- so Valentine is charming to Izzy. He's mm. charming to Simon. This is when he makes the jokes about the poker game. Yeah, he, uh, then he sees Clary and Jace. And he's like, woo, that looks like my <laughs> daughter has a boyfriend and I should go embarrass him. <laughs> I want to clarify. He's wearing a Mad Hatter hat this entire time. So he walks up and is like, hello, child. You can call me Mr. Morgenstern. Which is significant because all of the other children get to call him Val. <laughs> it's it's actually it's very funny. It's a very cute, very like messy. a dad razzing his daughter's yeah. first boyfriend. Oh, and throughout all of this, Clary's like kind of fading in and out on which personality she's in. Uh, and Jace is really, really nervous. And we nice. have never seen Jace nervous. So, I mean, of all the things that are different in this world, nervous Jace is pretty good. Well, he wasn't raised to be a killer. Uh, anyway, he's... <laughs> so, Clary is trying to get away from this because she's got to go find Magnus and she's got to find that portal. Mm-hmm. So, she lies to her dad and is like, me and Jace have to dance. This is our song. So, Valentine leaves and Clary also tries to leave. <laughs> And then some uh, quick scenes. I don't think anything really, really big happens here. Alec is going to be tracking uh, Jason as he clarifies to Hodge, Jace is dead to me. I had the perfect plan. He also tells Hodge and Lydia that Clary has a pointless crusade. She doesn't have a crusade at all. She's just 
trying to get her mom back, yeah, Alec. I mean, I, that's not really a crusade. That's not what I would call a crusade. I guess. And also, is that pointless, Alec? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Once again, Alex is angry about He's just his mad. Plan. And so while that's going on, Jason and Meliorn are trying to fight a demon. But unfortunately, the tracking uh, that pull, that weakens... Uh, both of them. Both of them weakens Jace at the wrong time. So back in ye old uh, magic world, um, Magnus is trying to get into the party. And mm. Clary was supposed to get him on the list and get him in. But <laughs> she just didn't? No, she's too busy being drawn into the fake world. But I thought she asked Izzy to do it during the um, makeup. Meeting. I also thought so. No, she did. She did ask. And they just didn't follow up, I suppose. But Alec sees Magnus and he's like, that man is so attractive. Oh, and the person who's holding him back it's is Raj. Raj. <laughs> so I guess Raj is a character now. Um, so we Alec- also don't get his name mentioned in this episode. I do want to clarify. Aaron's saying Raj and I think that's right. No, no they said Raj early in the episode. Um, a- one of the first lines Alec has is, did Raj recognize you? Oh my god, it's like a Blackwell situation. And Kevin, I watched this episode with the subtitles on. You did it. That's how I know he's Raj. <laughs> Good job, us. <laughs> so Alex sees Magnus, thinks Magnus is real hot, and he's like, I'm going to let you into this party. Yeah. And now I, Alec, will give you a drink. And now I, Alec, will toast to us and say, we have a great future. And now Magnus will be distracted and have to leave. I do want to say, when Magnus did that, there was a little bit more of a relationship between them. Alec doing it was really forward. Yeah, it's a little predatory. A little, <laughs> little quick there, Alec, just... Look at this hot man. Pull it back. Looks like a J. Crew model. <laughs> man, I swear to God, I've seen you in the mall. Uh, so, <laughs> Clary, we have a quick scene where Clary is sort of subsumed into her personality and so is helping Simon as... Ask moves, Izzy like, to move in with him. Yeah. They do like Dracula eyes, which I guess is clever, except get they... It. Get it? Do you get it, though? The show is making references. Uh, but unfortunately this has assumed her in too much and Magnus is like, hey, hey. Hey, I'm Magnus. We literally talked like three hours ago. Yeah. yeah. And then he shows her magic of his cat and and the magic of his other cat. Clary gets angry at him for this. She is affronted by his magic. What are you doing? Why are you doing magic, Magnus? (laughs) No, Clary, he's making magic happen in front of you. And then he shows her magic of some symbols. Some wizard symbol, well, warlock it, symbols that she saw earlier. I mean, the, I will. I guess yeah, he does. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he's it's symbols from the book. Yeah, there's this whole throwaway bit where she's looking at a magic, like book. a sacred wizard magic book. I don't know why they had to do that. I feel like he could have showed her any like magic, like any <laughs> shadow hunter ruin. It's the same thing with when she was like, "I'm a shadow hunter," and he's like, mm, "Probably not." You need to reference something that's more akin to my life, and then. Her not just seeing him make a cat appear in his hand. Should have been enough. She should have. So she clues in. She's like, oh, thank goodness. That was close. Yeah. And they go to run off. But unfortunately, she looks and she sees her parents. And she's like, oh, it's so sad that they're happy. (laughs) (laughs) And then Jay sees her making that face. And she's like, another man. Yeah. Well, she sees him, uh, sees Magnus and her duck off into the back room. So. And I Mm. just. Can I, like, I know we're going to talk about this episode more, and I know I could say this in closing statements. I just feel like there should have been a part of this episode where Clary was like, oh, this alternative world is so perfect. I should just stay here. Yeah. And then she should realize there's something wrong with this world with no shadow hunters. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Jace 
shouldn't have been a character in this world. And she should have felt the loss of Jace. Yeah, that could have been it. Because she seems like she got everything she wants in this world. Or maybe she's not friends with Simon because she only hangs out with rich people who are friends with her dad. Yeah, they have this real thing where, like, they almost treat, like, this world's a virtual reality. Because there does because, like, I'm really curious what happens now in this world. <laughs> like, after they leave? Yeah. Magnus will just fix everything. Yeah, hopefully. Well, we won't discuss that right now. First, we are going to discuss how... Fisk is really busy thanking Luke for everything he did. And he's like, I'll give you a promotion. I will not do an investigation on you. I'll do anything you want, Luke. Oh, I'm so glad you did this. Oh, he heads off. Alric comes in and they sort of explain, we got to make sure this doesn't actually tie to you, Simon. So they're going to sneak Simon out. Simon is very happy. He had such a good time being a vampire. Um, Alric explains like, oh, no, we're cool with you now. You protected our alpha. And all I can think, think is, wait. Any of you werewolves could have done this. Any of you could have done this at any point in time. Yeah, but uh, Simon was there. I know, but like, (laughs) why don't they do this more? Maybe was this Simon's idea? This would have been stronger if we had shown, like, instead of Luke being like, I know what we'll do. If Simon had been like, I know how to help you. Yeah, if if it was clearly indicated that Simon was the one who came up with this, then it would make sense of Ulrich being like, hey, man. You're cool with us now. You saved our alpha. Because, I mean, Ulrich like, sh- shouldn't have done it, but... But it would, like, loop well into Simon's nerd stuff. Like, Simon would totally come up with this plan. Of course, yeah, this is a classic plan. I think there are so many sketchy-looking dudes in the Jade Wolf. Any one of them could have been like, I'm the demonic murderer. Oh, God, I was shot by a hero cop. <laughs> like, but Simon coming up with the plan would have... Yeah. Just, anyway... So in the magic world, Clary and Magnus are really busy hunting for that portal, but they're being hunted by Jace. Yes. Whose feelings are hurt. And, yeah, bless this Jace. He confronts her immediately. He's like, hey, you snuck off with another dude. I'm breaking up with you. Uh, And Clary's like, I can't deal with this. And he turns around, and it turns out one of the demons got through. Because real world Jace was trying to fight them got, got knocked unconscious by stupid Alex stupid meddling yeah, a pair of a tie so um Meliorn like hops on real world Jace and like slaps him awake and yeah. Jace is like oh god did you kill the demon and Meliorn's like no so Jace convinces him that I need to go into that world and another sign of someone just throwing out some pl- some world building elements unmotivated is like you have to understand demons don't disintegrate in that world Okay. Okay. Can I go now, then? <laughs> it also will not be a problem. <laughs> yeah. So he runs in. And uh, Miliorn closes the gate behind yeah, him because he, more demons could be coming. Oh, as he explains, I have to close the gate. The only way out now is the portal. Okay. Because the portal can go between dimensions. So um, back in the magic world, mm-hmm. Jace... <laughs> he's having a panic attack, and it's very good. Yeah, uh, until he becomes our Jace, and then they have a cool demon fight. It's so good. And, unfortunately. Mean, in the real world, Alec arrived to get Jace and get the cup. Oh, yeah, and he's too late. there, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, back in the demon world, poor Jace is busy doing all his fighting coolness. And Clary. Yeah, actually, Clary does a pretty good job. Yeah, they, they both fight this demon together. They don't have any of their seraphim weapons, so they just sort of got to stab him a whole bunch. But um, also, he has a magic tail that can stab you with his venom. He's like a scorpion and a man. Yeah, well, he's a demon. Yeah, I know. 
But, like, I'm sure all demons don't have tails. No, but it's weird you say he's like a scorpion and a man. He's not a scorpion and a man. He's a demon. He's and a, he, he's got demon mobilities. He scorpion stabs Jace, which is very yeah. bad. And because, as Magnus will describe, when you change worlds, not, it, nothing comes with you. Like, even Clary, she had her necklace, and she's like, I don't know why this necklace came. I'm not wearing any, like, the other, my other clothes, clothes or my bags or anything like this. But, he, but as Magnus explains here... Blood comes with you. So Because of course it does. Why wouldn't it? Blood and portal shards that come from this world. Well, I, I mean, I guess so. Does only their blood, because it's angel blood, come with them? Or does anybody who go through there, your blood comes with you? Also, how does Magnus know this? Well, because in this world, he created portals that allow you to go between dimensions. Oh, that's true. So I guess... I, I forgot that Magnus created portals. Yeah. That And in this world, he created them so good, they go between dimensions. Well, I guess in this world, because he knew Shadowhunters would not be important anymore, because he had known that they had shut down, like, the demon things, mm. maybe he wanted to make sure that Shadowhunters could come to his world if they ever needed to. So he created portals that let their blood come with them. I mean, if that's the case, you'd think when Claire said, I'm a Shadowhunter, he'd be like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Kevin, it's been like 150 years. <laughs> He's done a lot of things in that time. I don't know. I... <laughs> I I don't think we're supposed to think about this alternate world that much, but I can't stop, I can't think. stop thinking of Your it. Your blood comes with you? So Also, so this demon didn't hop into another body. It actually just came through. Demons is different than people. Well, clearly, they, <laughs> they don't have to have permission to go through the portal. They can just do it. So Jace is like, hey, fix me with my, sta with my stele. And Clary's like, nope. And then he's like, Okay, well, I guess just portal me back to my world and that'll fix me. And Magnus is like, nope. And then he's like, You're okay, well, then I guess we should just kill Valentine. <laughs> and Clary's like, or we could portal to our world and then portal to the Institute and fix you. And Jace is like, nah, we're going to go where Valentine is. We're going to kill him. We're going to do it. I mean, really, you came this far. Might as well. So Magnus opens the portal, yeah. and Jace is like, hey, when we leave, you clearly have to destroy the portal, because demons will keep coming. No, they won't. And <laughs> I, so Magnus says, he's like, yep, I'll take care of it. Also, I'll take care of this demon body. And I literally thought that Magnus was like, okay, I'll just close it, and I, Magnus, will be in charge of this. Like, what are you talking, like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> Who are you? But it does appear as perhaps... Magnus does destroy the portal? I don't know. He does some He might just stuff. close it, though. It happens off screen. He goes always open another one. He's Mag Magnus. This is not a special portal. This is a portal in another world. It's just the only one he didn't shut down. Yeah. Uh, and so then I have a really big question. What happens to Clary and Jace's bodies? I assume they're still there and they'll wake up in the basement of the Institute and be like, why are we here? <laughs> so what happened is they walked into the wall and then just bumped off the wall and fell down as the other souls went through. Yeah, and then Magnus is going to arrange them as if they're canoodling. Oh my god, oh my god, what happened? You two, it's crazy. Or no, Mag Magnus will also lie down. <laughs> I don't know, I guess we were attacked. I'm Magnus Bane. <laughs> this Mad Hatter tea, guys, it's, t it's tough. Wild. It's intense. We had a threesome, it was cool. You liked it. Because um, it, it does just look like they walk into the portal, and then we linger on Magnus doing some hand stuff. Uh, and I'm like, wait, so, God, I hope they don't, they did just make that world lose two people. So we will not answer that question. We will have a short scene where Alec goes to see Izzy again. 
Also, when Izzy is in prison, she is just in a room. <laughs> I think it's her dad's office. Yeah. Yeah. Th- these... Mm, the Clave has this real thing with how they treat shadow hunters, where they're like, oh, like, posterity says we don't, you know, we don't put them in jail. <laughs> Even though you should, because she could definitely escape. With the, maybe those big giant windows. So anyway, Izzy's in the room, Alec comes in, he's like, my well... Is, my bond is so weak. I've really destroyed it, Izzy. And she's like, I told you not to do that. That's <laughs> ah, so weak, he's like a ghost to me. And he's like, I can't talk about it. What I will tell you is I lost the cup, so now you have to go to trial. Also, Lydia helped me. I think it's, I think it's is important he that said Lydia, Lydia helped, helped him. Because Izzy goes, Lydia helped you? I'm like, that's like, kind of. <laughs> she walked with him. She, she was around while he was doing this. Mostly Hodge did it, but yeah. okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Does not mention Hodge. Hodge is also on their side. <laughs> um, and then Izzy forgives him because he tried to help her. That's nice. But... Oh my god, Chernobyl. Clary and Jace are in Chernobyl. Yeah, back in our dimension. Yes. Yeah. And Jace is pretty hurt. He kind of waves his stele over his Arazzi. Yeah, which to heal made himself. him like he says it made him mildly better. I think it gave I think it essentially healed the wound, but the poison is still about. So he was punched into the neck, yeah. so But you know what? He is gonna kill Valentine. Yeah. Unfortunately, Valentine has gone on a walkabout. Yeah, there's no one here. And Clary has this dumb line where she's like, oh, did Milliorn lie to us? Is my father not here? Like, you thought about where to go. Magnus said it was fine. And like, Clary, <laughs> your father can move about. He might not be in the room you're in. Yeah. Uh, so they find Valentine's ex- exper- experiments. Yeah. They find some stuff. And then a tool cabinet rattles. And I thought there were, like, jail cells. But this is definitely a tool cabinet. So Jace, the injured one, not Clary. Jace says, get behind me. And Clary does. Come on. Clary, you... He's dying. Clary, you're you're a very competent fighter now. Because Jace told you to feel the blade. Uh, you You could take the lead on this one. So they open up the tool cabinet, and inside it is a... A man. Like, a dirty man. Early 30s, sorry, early 40s, probably blonde. It's hard to tell. Dirty. He's very so dirty. Fairly attractive. But Jace recognizes him immediately. How could it be? I saw you die. It's his father. Michael Whalen, Utani, aliens, dun, dun, dun. Kevin, would you like to know a fun fact? Um, yes. This one's about cats. Okay, so it's not <laughs> the one that potentially ruined. Nope. Cool. So, in the alternative universe, Magnus has two cats. Yeah. And in the Shadow Hunters... Meow and Church. In the Shadow Hunters books, both of those cats exist in the normal world. <gasps> oh, man. <laughs> One of them belongs to Magnus. You you did mention that um They actually meet Magnus at Chairman Meow's birthday party. Yeah, yeah, but I did not realize there was also church. So church Church does not belong to Magnus. Okay. Church is the institute cat. <laughs> and he is And his name's Church. Very, very I, smart. I really like that. 
and he will sometimes punk Jace because it seems that he only really loves Isabel. So Jace will be like, hey, Church, take me to Hodge. And then Church will take him to Isabel. And then he'll be like, no, seriously, Church, you need to show me where Hodge is. So, so Church knows where everybody in the Institute is? Well, there's only like five people. I guess that's true. The book has no shadow extras. I mean, yeah, uh, seems fair. So Church only really needs to know where Jace, Isabel, Alec, and Hodge are. Yeah, quick question. Why, why is Jace asking the cat to bring him to Hodge? Because he needs to find, he enters his home. Right. He needs to find Hodge. The house is big. Yeah, fair enough. The cat will do it. Okay. Also, the cat might be in more immortal because I'm pretty sure he's also in the earlier book series, which takes place in Victorian times. I mean, it doesn't seem like this is a normal cat, so. I mean, Magnus is disgusted by him. Church. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there are some fun facts about cats. <laughs> I like that. This episode is mostly CW moments. It's a lot. It, it felt just, it, an, it's it just exists for fun. Yeah, and it, but it's not very fun, honestly. It's not. I am not invested enough in the characters to, to care, like to care to see the AU of them. I don't want to see the coffee shop AU when I don't even know who they are. So the only thing I can really pick is Magnus's commercial <laughs> because I love it so much. I love it a lot. But, like, it does nothing to explain why Luke is not a part of this universe. Because there's no reason why Luke should not still be friends yeah. with Jocelyn and Valentine, considering they're childhood friends. And it seems this universe is built in such a way that, like, Shadowhunters are now just, like, Yale it, grads. Yeah, there's. it's a little bit weird that, like, I will constantly come back to, I understand, like, it's an alternate universe like the conveniences are fine because that's the way that it works but uh, having a lot of it so much based off of this is just a random universe that was picked not like oh the fact that they're together is important or the fact that these things exist is important well and like and having luke be the one who's on the outside the odd one out like seems weird like and and like the way it seems like they built it is Shadowhunters ran the demons out of the universe. Yeah. But then Shadowhunter families stayed in touch. And they, like, built a connection. And, you know, it, it guess, would make sense I if guess, it's, like, connected through, like, industry I guess or... the idea is that, the, yeah, the, yeah, the Lightwoods and the um, all, all those families used to be Shadowhunter families. And then their angel blood just drifted out of their bodies. But, like, Luke is also of a Shadowhunter family, so why is he his should, family not connected? There, what the what should have happened? There should have been a line where he does that, and and um, I don't know. Jocelyn, Jocelyn's just like, oh, Luke's in a commercial. He probably could have done better, huh? Right? <laughs> the implication here, though, is that Magnus is the one who convinced him to open up a bookstore rather than become a cop. The- which I think is funny. And the thing is, the commercial is so cute and it's so well done. I just wish, like, everything around it yeah. was better. Yeah. Kevin, did you find a CW moment? I do. And I think it's got to be the, like, sir, I just keep saying there's so many lines where someone's describing something else and then they'll just explain a a conceit of this. Oops. I punched my <laughs> microphone. He's too excited. Um, there's a conceit of this alternate dimension that, like, doesn't exists in our ones to like subtle there's even ways like the physics almost work different mm-hmm. and the big one is demons don't disintegrate in that world why why couldn't he have disintegrated like 
it like they didn't need it for because the stab that he did was his final act before he could have disintegrated. It almost felt like a like we were gonna are we gonna come back to this world? Yeah, because it feels like a like, setup, doesn't it? It adds nothing because Magnus is like, it's fine. I can do magic now. I'll take care of everything. Yeah. So he's just gonna dissolve that body. Yeah, it feels like it should be a setup, and I, I'm gonna say like, honestly. With the way that this was set up, I would be really interested in a world written from this other world of these characters dealing with, like, Clary and Jace actually did disappear at the end of this. So you got, like, Izzy and Simon and Magnus... And like, Alec. And Alec. And, like, these people learning about, alter- like, the other dimensions, things that are happening. And maybe the demon being there and his body doesn't disappear means somebody got a demon body and they're doing weird stuff with it. Well, and, like, in a different TV show, you'd be like, oh, this is a backdoor pilot to a spinoff. <laughs> except all of the characters You couldn't are- do it. You couldn't do one. <laughs> it's the same show. It's the same show. It's the same characters. But, like, it's actually a weirdly interesting setup to write, like, a... A, a like a book series that way like <laughs> but <laughs> i do, i don't think we're ever going to come back to this alternate world i can't imagine we can it's cuz magnus destroyed the portal magnus destroyed the portal so why why God, every single time they're like oh yeah uh demons can get in with it. like oh shadowhunters need permission but demons can get in no you could just say shadowhunters don't need permission jace doesn't just doesn't run in on himself because he's trying to be respectful to milliorn yeah, we already saw that you need to open the portal we don't need that they need your permission it could just be anyone could run in that's why the portal stays closed and maybe it's better if jace is respectful to milliorn's wishes because maybe that's more impactful later on when the shadow hunters have to work with the downworld i assume if the next episode isn't all about jace being poisoned as well like because <laughs> kevin you know it won't be cuz his dad is there yeah like you have both of those cuz his your blood travels with you but more importantly (laughs) your dad is there so listeners please tell us what you think is going to happen next episode is the blood more important or is the dad more important and i guess those things are both blood but like different things about the blood yeah we're over on podcast moa podcast moa at instagram at twitter and at gmail.com and please give us your ratings reviews and subscriptions on apple Podcasts or whatever your podcaster of choice is yeah uh also remember you can check out my books. Uh, they're available at KevinWeirbooks.com. And you can see our play. Yes. It is on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of this week. That are you you are listening right now. Head on over to our socials. We'll <laughs> give you all of the information because we're not gonna say our URL out loud again. That was torture. I am gonna say June seventeenth, June eighteenth, and June nineteenth, because I don't know when you listen to these episodes. If you are listening on the day this episode comes out. if No, no, you know what? We're going to do this every single weekend. Every single week that you are listening to this ep- this episode, whether it be 20 years from now, when the internet is not but a deserted landscape, there will be a, a show going up this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I mean, eventually, maybe. No. How did Jace's dad survive? Will Izzy lose her runes? Will Magnus and Church ever get along? Answers all this and more on the next episode of Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? <laughs> <laughs>